The Dead Pair Podcast is brought to you by the Elite Experience Elite Shotguns and is fueled by Fioki. Oh. Welcome to the Dead Pair Podcast, coming in hot with everything you want to hear about sporting clays. Guy Fieri. How are you, gentlemen? Thanks for having me. Anthony Matteris Jr., how you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty well. Welcome back, David Radulvin. That's a net positive. <laughs> Brad Kidd. Corey Cruz. Thank you for joining us this evening. Now I feel awkward. With your hosts, Jason Rambo. One more Red Bull for you. And Sean Alley. Woo, yeah! Christmas. Let's do it. Often imitated, but never duplicated. It's the Dead Pair Podcast. The Dead Pair. And now, it's showtime. What's up, Sean Alley, my large, overworked mammal friend? Here I go again on that road. Right? In that song? You stick to making signs. Okay. Me. Fair okay. enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm doing good, buddy. How you been? Uh, crazy. Crazy busy. Uh, Hard to believe it's middle of summer already, right? No, slow the clock down. I can't. I Marty McFly had a DeLorean. I don't have one of those. I, I, you know, I'll never forget when I was a kid. Mm. I'm talking teenager. I was over at my girlfriend's house. And I was like, man, the summer just flew by. We're back in school. Right? It's senior year. Oh, my God. And her dad going, wait till you turn 50. Now I'm 50. And it's like, wasn't yesterday December 30th? What's happening? 2020? Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So you busted some targets, Sean Alley. Yeah, I've been out there uh, putting it down, getting better with the Kohler. I think I'm really, really, really liking that gun, dude. I'm, I'm so glad I went to a, a mid-rib from the high rib. That has been a big improvement for me. I think there's more to it than just the rib of the gun. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. But I just think saying. In my mind, I think that was the biggest thing for me to just, overcome. Just throwing it out there. American-made shotgun. The American-made shotgun doesn't, came doesn't, from doesn't hurt. Yep. Came know? from Elite. And right. can't thank those guys enough for that. Uh it's an awesome gun. I ain't, ain't going to lie, man. It's a, it's a bad so, gun. So the ultimate question is, so David Radulovich has ultimately failed us on making, designing the dead pair vest. Yeah, apparently it's fallen to me. Now, I know, I'm working with Heather. Um, she has some people working on it as well. We're going to kind of collaborate, get some ideas together, hopefully get something out there very soon. Just we're both very, very busy. Right All right. Now. So everybody understands, uh, those of you that have contacted me wanting to know, Sean Alley's phone number is 614 <laughs> Oh, goodness. Hey, um, got some big shoots coming up, man. What uh, do we do? We we've, do. we've talked about it on Tourney Talk. Um, you know, the Ohio State shoot, over $32,000 purse. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be doing a Calcutta on the Make or Break. Yep. Saturday night. That ought to be a lot of fun. Of course, the Dead Pair Hangout, dude. That is... Have you heard all the people talking about that? There, there has been a lot of buzz about that. I um, mean, it seems like every shoot we go to, everybody's like, hey, man, I can't wait to come hang out and drink a beer at the you know, high state shoot. And I'm looking forward to it. And that'll be fun. Yeah, so. I'm just looking up something real quick. I want to see where the Ohio State shoot is. I want to see how many people we're. We got to be getting close to the, yep four seventy eight is what we've got right yeah, now already. So we're gonna we're gonna be well over five hundred. Hopefully we can push to that. We're still by the time you're hearing this about a month and a half out. So I know the goal was to get somewhere between five fifty and six hundred. So it'd be nice yeah, to get it. You know I don't think that's speaking as the vice president of the board. I I don't think that's as much the goal as is the experience. Yeah. I mean we're really focused on doing something cool for the shooters. Um, we want everybody that leaves there to know that, you know, we try really hard to put forth the best experience you can have at a state shoot. And I think the people that 
that attend that shoot are going to be appreciative of that. I mean, they're really going to see it. I mean, well, we already know that Jake does a great job at the Cardinal Center, him and his staff. Um, yeah. they, they always go above and beyond to do everything they can. And I think it's going to be another great shoot this year. So. Yeah, for sure. And we're going to dive into that a little deeper here, uh, upcoming episode. Um, in the meantime, you know, hey, look, we still got the Dead Pair Blast coming up December 1st and 2nd. I, I say coming up. It's still six months away, but um, – It'll be here before you know it. It will. So get signed up for that one on Score Chaser. Uh, man, some of the big shoots next year, the World Championships are going to be over here again. Um, you know, one's Anthony's. But you got both of those going to be here. The Jacklings Cup's going to be over $300,000. That's going to be huge. Yep. A lot of big shoots coming up. So U.S. Opens at uh, Northbrook next it year. Is. Right? Yep. It is. It yep. is. Uh, so plan your shoots accordingly. Right. So. A lot of places to go shoot. Got to get signed up quickly as we're all finding out. It's yeah. like you can't wait. If you wait a week or two, you're going to be really you could, picking you, picking bad rotations. You can always go back to the episode we did on the path about planning shoots. Yep. Uh, revisit that episode a little bit. Get that pro account for Score Chaser. It helps. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Hey, we're talking to Gianna Santo tonight. Yeah, another young lady, uh, big shooter. This girl. Small girl, big shooter. That's well said. That's well said. Uh, I spent some time, talked to her at the Northeast Regional, and this girl can get it done with the shotgun, man. I'm telling you. I mean, she's deadly on those clays. Yeah. So, um, anxious to talk to her. Product of Anthony Matteries. Yep. So, um, but now let's, let's, you know what? Let's get her on the phone. Cool. I can't wait. All right, on the phone with us, a very talented young lady, Miss Gianna Santo. How are you, girl? I'm good. How are y'all? We're doing great, Gianna. Great to have you on the show. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. So, Gianna, for those that don't know you, tell us a little bit about Gianna. Where are you from? How did you get started in this crazy game of sporting clays? (laughs) Um, So, I'm originally from Vermont. Um, My dad, now I live down in Florida, but my dad was a skeet shooter for a long time. So when I, I've been shooting guns my whole life, but when I was about eight years old, he brought me down to the club and I started shooting and, um, you started from eight years old. Yeah. I started when I was eight. (laughs) So, okay. What is your, I guess, I know you're living in Florida now. So what is your home club that you, you call your, your home practice club? Um, down here, I really don't have a specific one. I kind of freelance around. I have a bunch of clubs that I love sh- practicing at, but my home club, I would definitely call NEK Sporting Clays. It's up in Vermont. That's okay. where I started shooting when I was eight. So everyone there is like family to me. Um, and I'm going to go home this summer and see them, but that would definitely be my home club. Awesome. And Gianna, for those of us who don't know, um, I hear that you're a student of Anthony Matteries. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, are you still taking lessons from him? Is he still your coach? Yes. Anthony's still my coach. It's just a lot harder since I'm so far away. So I really don't get to see him that often anymore. Um, But I've been working with Joe Skull a little bit more recently as well, because he teaches a lot, um, a lot like Anthony and he's down in Florida a lot. So I go up and I shoot with him when I can, usually once a month. And then I try and see Anthony about once a year when I get up there. But I used to I used to go there all the time every couple of months when I lived at home because it was only about eight hours for me. But now it's a good 16 or 17. So. so when you started working with Anthony, was there any bad habits or anything, any major changes that Anthony had to make with you 
in your shooting? Oh yes. Um, so when I was when I was little, I was so small that I actually I really couldn't hold up my gun. So my my habit was that I would swing my gun like crazy. I mean, the fastest gun you would ever see, and it carried throughout my shooting. So Anthony actually tried to stop it for a long time, but it was such a bad habit that I just kept doing it. But he eventually slowed me down and you know how anthony teaches you know feeling control and making a connection with the target so that has really helped me out a lot and i almost try and shoot with like almost a dead gun because my my reflexes just tell me to go so fast you know so he has helped me out immensely with that do you think a little bit of that fast gun and i'm I'm just theorizing here do you think a little bit of that fast gun kind of came from the whole ski discipline um, my dad, my dad was a skeet shooter, but I really didn't do that much of it. Okay. I did maybe a little bit, but I mean, I was eight, so I really, I wasn't even shooting a full, a full round. So I was only doing it a little bit. I kind of more started with some incomers, outgoers, that sort of thing. Right. So it was just, it was just a natural thing for you to swing the gun fast and he had to get that under control. Yeah. I mean, now I just weigh over a hundred pounds. So when I was eight, I was like, 40 pounds soaking wet so even yeah so even with my 28 gauge i mean i just to pull through a target i had to give it all i had wow wow well gianna you're only 19 right yes okay so you've had some major accomplishments can you tell us a little bit about those which ones are you most proud of um my my most proud accomplishments would probably be winning the vermont state champion twice um like overall yeah, I wow. went high overall. <laughs> wow, that's nice. awesome. Nice. <laughs> yeah, um, I did it first in 2020. I was 17 years old. So um, to the best of my knowledge, I was the first um, I was the first person under 18 and the first lady to ever win high overall. So that was a, an amazing feeling. And then I won it again last year. Very that's cool. pretty big. That's awesome. Well, not to mention mm-hmm. you also made the super squad last year at the Nationals, right? I did. Gotcha. And then you're going to be on it again this year? I am. Okay. Well, tell us a little bit about that. What was your thoughts on, I mean, I know it was the first ever super squad, but what did you think about it going in and how, how was your experience? I thought it was awesome. I absolutely love shooting with like my fellow lady shooters. Um, it was really cool to have us all shoot the same rotation and everything. I thought it was a great idea so that we all had the same weather. Um, but it was, it was awesome to shoot with all them and then getting mixed up and just being around them the whole time. It was really cool. And it definitely made me feel a lot more comfortable because I'm a very, I get very tense. So seeing other people, you know, shoot the same targets as me that I'm competing against, it definitely helped me a lot. John, I want to talk about that for a second. So do you think that there is a a fair playing field for women in sporting clays. I mean, I know we have the ladies cup and the women are included in the super squad. I think this year you're actually squatted with the men, um, for the super squad. But do you think where we are, where we need to be with women in the sport? I mean, what, what's your thoughts? I mean, just, just give us your perspective on it. Um, I, I think so. I mean, I feel like it's, I feel like it's pretty fair. Um, I mean, the women are definitely capable of it. Um, I've seen a few women put up some pretty big scores. I mean, it just really hasn't it hasn't exactly happened yet where they're right up there, but I know that we can do it, and I think that it's a pretty pretty fair playing field right now. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you if you look at Halen last year, she wasn't too far off from Zach. I mean, it, no, I know in in the grand scheme of things, you know, two targets can seem like a lot. 
But if you stop and you break it down, Halen wasn't that far from Zach. So, you know, Zach himself has commented on other podcasts that it's a matter of time before we see a lady that is like HOAing regionals or winning that national championship. Do you see it? I mean, do you, do you think it's there? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, I've been shooting, I've been shooting registered for about 10 years now. And I mean, the, the way that women have come up is just absolutely insane. Like I'm so proud of it. It's, it's so awesome. And I mean, I see them putting up these scores and, you know, you know, um, they're really, really close. So I know that it'll happen definitely soon in the future. So Gianna, do you have any like, uh, you know, heroes or fellow lady shooters that you look up to, or you think that they're really close getting, uh, getting up to the top? Definitely, definitely Halen. I can see her. She's going to get up there soon. She already is. So, I mean, she absolutely has been putting up some great scores um, in her national championship last year. That was awesome. Um, when I was younger, I thought Desi Edmonds was the coolest thing since sliced bread. <laughs> she is she is awesome. I absolutely love her. She, she has always been so good to me. I remember I met her when I was 14 or 15, and I thought the pros were like, absolutely so cool and they were these big famous people and i remember her coming up to me and taking a picture with me and talking to me all about shooting and she was just so nice to me and it gave me such a good welcoming into the sport and how nice the ladies could be because i was very intimidated by them but you know ever since it really gave me a good feel for it and now we're good friends so well you know desi's been nothing but nice to sean and i we don't have anything but good things to say about desi no not at all she's been wonderful she she also likes a good Bloody Mary once in a while. Oh my gosh, it was so. <laughs> and I know you're too young for this, but uh, last year at the Jack Links, they had the uh, the Jack Links Bloody Blood, Mary Bloody Mary bar, bar yeah. And the first time that, that we had really spent some time with Desi, she walked up. She's like, "Have you guys tried this dill pickle yet?" And I'm like, "What?" And they had a dill pickle Bloody Mary mix. Next thing you know, Sean and I are standing in line. It's like we want to. <laughs> Don't pick Bloody Mary. Yeah. So, but yeah, she's a lot of fun. So, but that's, I think yes. you've got a, you definitely have a good role model there for sure. Yes. All right. So, um, Johnny, you're also, I mean, in the midst of being a great shooter, you're also traveling around to different clubs and, and whatnot, uh, but you're doing some coaching, correct? Yes, I am. All right. Well, tell us a little bit about, you know, what made you feel like you were ready to get into that? And then how's it been going for you? Um, it's been going really, really well. Honestly, I mostly started it just because of my love for the sport and also me being such a young shooter. Um, I know what it was like up and coming. So originally I kind of really wanted to get into teaching youth and getting more ladies into it. So I started it when I was up in Vermont. I just wanted to get more people at the club, get more young people into it. I tried to get my friends there. Um, and then when I was, I started coaching when I was about 16 officially, I got my certifications um, I couldn't get my NSCA till I turned 18, but I got other certifications, my NRA and my SCPP. But when I was younger, me and my dad, we've always shot together. So when I was like 14 or 15, I started just kind of nagging him like a daughter does. I started correcting him on shots and he was like, he would, one day he just tried what I told him to do and it worked. And it just kept working and I started coaching him and he was like, you know, you can actually you can kind of see what I'm doing and you're 14 years old. So when I turned 16, I was like, I want to get people into this. And that's basically why I still do it. And then it honestly it just took off 
And then um, John and Rich offered me a job down here. And I was like, I can take my coaching to a whole new level. And I moved here and I have just an insane amount of clientele just from all over. And I absolutely love it. I just love teaching people and bringing as many people into the sport as possible. Yeah, that's awesome that you mentioned John and Rich. Those are great people. I, I, yeah. Me and Jason really love them to death. Um, so, so in regards to your coaching, do you feel like you use the majority of like Anthony's fundamentals or have you kind of twisted that into your own mix? Uh, tell us a little bit about that, if you would. Um, definitely, a, definitely a little bit of both. Mostly, mostly how I do and what I teach is a lot of what Anthony has taught me. Um, because he's been teaching me for so long, it's basically, it's just stuck in my head. So honestly, the the fundamentals are about the same. And then I do teach, I do teach a lot of his methods and, you know, sustain lead and control and, you know, making a connection with the target, that sort of thing. Gotcha. So I got to call you out on something. I, I mean, before I ask this next question, you know, you've been pretty modest here about the Vermont thing. You also, <laughs> you also just recently you won the ladies' uh, division for the Masters Cup of the Northeast Regional and the five stand at the Southeast Regional. I mean, that was just last weekend and two weekends before that. So you're being pretty modest there, young lady. You need to <laughs> speak up here. I mean, you've been lighting it up a little bit. I mean, are the, are the other girls getting a little nervous here or what? What's up? <laughs> um, well, thank you. <laughs> um, so, no um, – Speaking of that, can you, would you mind sharing some of your goals with us, both for, you know, like this year and your long-term goals? I mean, do you, do you mind sharing those with us? No, um, honestly, you know, overall my, I just want to be the best shooter that I can possibly be. And I have, I have really high expectations of myself, which is a good and a bad thing. Um, my dad always says I'm a little too hard on myself, so I need to lighten up a little bit, but I have really big goals and I think, you know, I have a lot of confidence in myself and I know that I can get where I want to be. You know, um, I don't think I've ever actually shot to my full potential at a competition before. You know, I get a lot of competition nerves, which, you know, Don Grant has been helping me out a lot with that, but recently, but, um, I really think I can be doing a lot better than I have been. But one thing that I've noticed is the more that I practice, which is crazy, right? Um, I do a lot better. So <laughs> Who knew? Uh, <laughs> right? I just actually, I just found that out recently. Um, and my dad was like, who, who would have thought? Like, isn't that crazy? <laughs> but, um, so I've been, I just, you know, want to, want to spend a little bit more time you know, focusing on, you know, practicing and trying to get where I want to be and actually pushing towards it. Um, and I do, I have big goals for myself. I think I can, you know, I think I can be a lot better than I, than I am now, you know? Yeah, no, that's, uh, we all can't be, well, right? You 19, I mean? you've got plenty of time ahead of you, young lady. Too. Yeah, you I mean, so don't, don't, don't rush it. Yeah, don't rush ex it. exactly. I mean, don't let your foot off the gas, but <laughs> you know, it, it's a, it's a long road. So. That's right. Um, it's a marathon, me. not a sprint. Yeah. I mean, you're already <laughs> shooting better than the two old farts you're on the phone with here. Okay. So, <laughs> Amen. So, uh, but Hey, um, you mentioned Don Grant. Um, uh, she's a fellow supporter of this show as well as you, um, talk about that just a little bit, you know, like how has that helped you with your shooting? Um, not only to calm down and relax a little bit, but can you, can you go into that for just a minute if you would? Yeah. So I just joined her pro staff team just a few months ago. 
And, you know, I have, I've always had, I'm such a tense person and I always have a really hard time focusing and I am always thinking about the wrong things, which I didn't realize I was doing, which a lot of people don't, but, you know, taking her course has really, you know, and just talking to her about my shooting has really just helped me, like you said, to relax a lot and trust myself a lot more because I have, you know, I have a lot of confidence in myself, but as soon as I get to a competition, I get a lot of self-doubt and I think what I'm going to do isn't going to work. So basically the most important thing I've learned from her so far is just to put my mind in the right place, thinking about the right things. Like I didn't realize how many bad things I was thinking about until she brought my attention to it. So, um, you know, just trusting myself, trusting my subconscious, trusting that I know what to do. You know what I mean? No. Right. Uh, thinking about actually shooting and having fun, not thinking about breaking targets or winning because, you know, if you just think about winning, it's, I promise it's not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Um, and this, <laughs> this is a question that I've, I've got for Dawn the next time that we have her on the show. But since you're a, a fellow student of Dawn's, I want to ask you something. Um, and there's no right or wrong answer here. Do you feel like, how do I say this? There's a lot of people that want to shoot subconsciously. Okay. We all do because we shoot our best when we're shooting subconsciously. I really believe that. Um, but when it, when it doesn't work or when you run into a problem in the middle of a tournament, you have to go back to your base fundamentals and shoot consciously, you know, and, and think about your mechanics. Do you think there's a fine line there for bouncing back and forth between that? And, and how do you manage that? Um, I mean, honestly, to be 100% honest, that's something that I've struggled with a little bit. Because like I said, I've only been doing her course for a few months now. So I'm still still figuring out the small details. But actually, I've been having a little bit of change in my mechanics recently. Because um, like I was talking about how I was a really fast shooter and, you know, had really fast hands. I started doing it again recently and it was not working. So I've had to re-slow myself down you know, learn to make better connections with targets, fix my whole points. I was doing a bunch of the fundamentals wrong. So kind of during the tournament, that's something I'm having to do right now is bounce back and forth between, you know, my conscious mind and my subconscious mind. And I think you definitely can do it. You just have to know when to turn it on and off. Yeah, for sure. Um, if you don't mind my asking, just this is just a personal question. Where are you at right now in the program? I'm on... Do you know if you're on module four, module three, module two? Mm, I don't know exactly. I think, I think I'm on, I think I'm at the end of module two. Okay. You're about to dive into some really good stuff. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you that. Good. Okay. Seriously. You're about to dive into some really good nuggets, but um, I'm sorry, Sean, go ahead. Well, no, I, I actually want to circle back real quick because I was just looking at some of my notes here uh, in regards to your coaching. I see that you are also a coach for SCTP. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, yes. I'm a coach for the Fishhawk Dynasty um, up at Fishhawk Spor Sporting Clays. Um, I've been the rookie coach for the last two, yeah, two years now. So I really enjoy that. And it just it bounces off of why I even started coaching in the first place. I'm teaching, you know, the 10, 11, 12-year-old kids. So I absolutely, I absolutely love it. It's awesome. Well, and that's kind of where I was going with this. I, do, I wanted to know, is there like a specific – age group or experience group that you're most comfortable with coaching? Is there, is there like a, a select set that you're trying to pull out? I mean, obviously people can like Anthony could coach anybody, but I'm just saying, is there a specific group that you're looking to, to build upon just like newbies, young people? What, what's your, what, what do you like to coach or who do you like to coach? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm comfortable with coaching any of them. I mean, all the kids are absolutely awesome, but I definitely love the rookie. There's only there's a small group of them. There's only three of them, and they all have a lot of potential. Like I can I can really see it, and they're great listeners. I mean, them being that young, they're like sponges. I mean, they absorb so much information, and they take it and they run with it. So it really feels good, you know seeing and you know them calling me coach g it just it feels so cool because i was them you know i was them once and you know me being so young and them looking up to me it's such a good feeling to you know see them improve and you know them look up to me well good on you for giving back because i mean that's that's the main reason jason and i did this podcast we love the sport so much and this was the one way we figured we could give back to the sport so good on you for doing that and and definitely teaching the young kids how to shoot. That's awesome. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. I, and I bet you can back me up on this, John. I mean, you could HOA a tournament and not have as good of a feeling as helping that kid that just can't connect with a target, and you work with them for five minutes, and next thing you know, they're smashing it, and the smile on their face, yes. I, I, it's more gratifying than, than HOAing a tournament, right? I mean, it's yep. – And Sean and I are far from coaches, and so this was our way of – gratification i guess you could say to try and help people but um john i know you listen to the show and we do this thing called rapid fire and we'd love to do that with you you want to do that sure well i was going to turn it over to sean but he screwed it up last time so all right (laughs) of course i did (laughs) he's he's rolling his eyes over here um okay what gun do you shoot uh a dt11 okay barrel length 30 30 really not 32 yeah. wow okay uh very well, she cool. is 100 pounds well i know I but it's i mean everybody in sporting see either 32 or 34 so this is the first 30 inch barrel person we've had on this show okay all right that's why really? it's stumped. yes um that's crazy <laughs> so are those ported barrels no okay um custom stock yes who who did your stock rich cole that's cool. All right. Uh, screwing yep. chokes, obviously. Yep, I got cold chokes. Cold chokes. Okay. And what's your go-to constriction? Um, usually light mod mod or mod mod. Okay. Um, what ammo do you shoot? Honestly, whatever is the cheapest. <laughs> okay. All right. No, that's fine. Um, so you don't have a particular brand, but what about your recipe? Do you have a particular, I'm mean, like, are you a one ounce girl or 12, one ounce, 1250 or. Oh yeah. I always shoot. I never shoot ounce and an eighth. I always shoot one ounce. I usually shoot 1250s. Okay. Um, I don't really have a preference between seven and a half or eights. Like I said, I kind of, you know, I kind of find what I can and then okay. use it. They all break targets. So. Gotcha. Uh, what about your glasses? I wear pilas. Pilas, okay. And ear protection? Uh, the little molded earplugs from Granny. Okay, okay. Uh, vest or shell bag? Uh, vest. Brand? Castellani. Uh, okay. Listen, girl, we're gonna have to have a talk here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Now we do this thing called "What's in Your Bag," and we're looking for that lucky rabbit's foot answer, right? Like something odd that you carry that. You know, maybe somebody wouldn't realize you carry with your bag. Like for me personally, I stole this from Brad Kit. I carry a rosin bag. It works really, really well in the summertime uh, when your hands get sweaty. I love that thing. But carry anything odd in your bag that uh, somebody might find either funny or odd? Um. Well, I have something, but I don't know how um, 
how much everyone's going to like it. Okay. Let, as long as it's not an eraser and a pencil, I think you're okay. So <laughs> yeah. let's so, go. Let's hear it. I, always, I always have a tampon in my bag. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, well, you know, a lady shooter, we were bound to get that answer. You got to get, out. you got to be prepared. You got to be prepared. Right. So. Yep. I've had a few, like it, sometimes it'll like hang out of my vest or whatever. And I've had a few guys give me a few weird looks about it, but. <laughs> Gianna, not only are you the first 30 inch shooter we've had on this podcast, you're also the first one that has sh- turned Sean beat red. He is completely embarrassed right now. <laughs> this is hilarious. I wish everybody could I, see this. I'm he trying, is, I'm trying to not laugh right he, now. I'm, <laughs> he, he was wearing a maroon color elite shotgun shirt and his face matches it. This is hilarious. Yep. Yep. Best guest ever. Just stamp it right here. <laughs> oh, uh, man. This that, pod- I, I was not ready for that. This I podcast has gone that. off the rails. It's a good thing you wouldn't have taken a drink out of warrant. Oh, but, Lord. Oh, my goodness. Well, listen, back on track here. Uh, Gianna, do you have any sponsors or people you'd like to thank? Yes. Um, I've been sponsored by Coles since I was probably 12 years old. I mean, John and Rich are like family to me. They are absolutely awesome. Um, I mean, my other, you know, I'm on Don Grant's pro staff team. So those are kind of my more two official ones. Mm -hmm. But then I always like to thank and appreciate the people that have helped me along the way. So like I have AIM shooting school on my vest. I always love to thank him because I wouldn't be anywhere close to where I am today without him. I'd like to thank Joe Skull. I mean, he has helped me out so much. And then Brian Buzzy and just everyone at Beretta. They have been absolutely awesome to me. I'm sure Brian will be very happy to hear that. I'm, I'm good friends with Brian. He's a good dude. You, yeah, he's you, awesome. You just admitted you're good friends with Brian? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, the guy helped me out. At, at the, look, I'm going to tell you right now. Brian. Brian's a good dude, and uh, I had that problem with my gun, my DT-11 double firing at the Jack Links. Yeah. And he was able to swap my trigger group out right then and there. Not a lot of people would. And, and the Cole family didn't have a DT-11 gunsmith there to fix it. Yeah. So that was my only option. And Brian was like, here, man, just swap it out. We're good. And well, that was awesome. Now, listen, for everybody listening, I, I, I no offense to Buzzy. And Buzzy, if you're listening, buddy, I love you. But I, every Buzzy and I have that weird relationship where it's like when we see each other, we got to give each other crap well, before we can hang who out. Who don't you have out. that relationship with? Uh, yeah. <laughs> point, point made. My mom? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know. Yeah, I don't so, know about that either. But now, it, it, listen, Brian's a good guy, and he he's helped out a lot of people in the sport. And uh, it sounds like he's definitely helped you out too, Gianna. So um, you've definitely got a great support staff behind you. Um, and we wish you the best for the rest of 2023 for sure. Thank you. <laughs> are you uh, are you planning on going to the uh, North Central Regional? Um, that's the one that I'm not hitting. Okay. Gotcha. I was but, just seeing if you would be there. But you know what I just realized? What's that? She's a Florida resident. Oh. She's probably going to be at the Dead Pair Blast December 1st and 2nd. Oh, I hope you Beach. can make it down to Vero Beach. Right? Oh, I'll definitely be there. Ah, there you go. Get signed up, girl. It's open on Scorch. Yeah, Jason and I are setting targets. We don't get to shoot it, but we're setting the targets. Oh, yeah. I saw that on Facebook. Yeah, much like you, Gianna, I took Anthony's target setting class. So... Uh-huh. You'll know because all the even numbered stations will have the good targets, and then you're left to deal with what Sean sets on the odd number stations. So, boy, I tell that you would what, be so awesome. I, I sit right across the table from him, and it's just everything I can do to not stab him in the eyeball with a pen. Oh man, this podcast has gone off the rails, Johnny. You have 
set a benchmark tonight. You've turned Sean beat red. You're our first 30 inch shooter. This is awesome. So, um, thank you very much for spending time with us. Um, I know you were busy, uh, catching you in between here and there. Um, so we, we appreciate you spending a little time with us tonight. No, thank you for having me. I'm glad to talk to y'all. It's, it's very entertaining. Yeah. Well, Gianna, great to have you on the show. We look forward to hopefully bumping into you sometime sooner to shoot coming up and, uh, yeah, just keep lighting it up. Keep breaking targets. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good night. Yeah, you too. All right. Bye-bye. The Dead Jason Rambo. <laughs> Your face is still red. Dude. <laughs> I I oh. just, I was not prepared for that. Was not pre- The 30-inch barrel thing was cool. That was a first. And then, and then we had that. You're just, folks, listen, I know you can't see Sean's face right now. He's lost in The life. word is bamboozled. <laughs> oh, my God. This show just took another direction. Uh, All right. I mean, she seems so, like a sweetheart and everything. And then I'm like, wait a minute. What's she? Oh, no, really? Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. That's where we're going with that, huh? Okay. okay. All, All right. right, then. The show just went there. All right. So. Never, let it said, never let it be said that we uh, cut anything out, Jay. <laughs> We cover it all. We cover it all, apparently. Wi-Fi targets, Summer's Eve, what the hell? I mean, oh, boy. <laughs> okay, all right. All so, right, back look, on track. Hey, back on track, back hey, on track. Hey, listen, I do have something cool. You know, at the beginning of the show, we were talking about the um, Ohio State shoot. Yeah. Uh, David Radulovich and Chad Roberts are putting on a clinic the Monday after the Ohio State shoot at the Cardinal Center. Oh, okay. So how cool, like if you participated in the Ohio State shoot and you struggled on a target, guess what? Now you can be part of this clinic and go back out, shoot those same targets, learn from the pros how they would attack those targets. I mean, this is a hell of an opportunity. Yeah, and and Chad definitely has a lot of experience. I mean, last year when he came, I learned some stuff from him. He took me out one one day on the weekend with all of us, you know, and I'm just – he's – dude, he's got so much experience. I mean, he's just as good as anybody else in the sport. Well, you know, it's funny because the look on your face – and for those listening, I watched, like physically witnessed the expression – on Sean's face. It, it like was an the, aha moment. When the light switch went off. It was an aha moment. Yeah. And it was like, oh, and, and it lit you could him hear, up. You could literally hear the ding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I get it now. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we get a sponsorship from Sylvania Lightbulbs or there something. There you go. So Now, hats off to Chad because he definitely helped me out. Yeah. But no, this is an opportunity. Uh, you're talking about a world champion, uh, you know, multi-time California state champion that are going to be right here at the Cardinal center, right after the Ohio state shoot, putting on a clinic and you yeah, know, if you're I, in town, take advantage. Seriously. Yeah. So I spoke to Chad. There's going to be like, you know, a morning session and evening session. Both of them include lunch, uh, includes a classroom session. And then of course in the field. So, and you're going to get to work with both Chad and David. So, Really, really good opportunity, um, especially if you're in town for the high state shoot. Plan on an extra day and go see Chad and David. Yeah, and you'll probably run into us two idiots while you're there too. Well, if I'm sure they're going to come hang out to Dead Pair, they better. Out. They better. Dead Pair, you cannot miss the tent. No. And I confirmed with Jake again at the last board meeting that we are going to have our Dead Pair Easy Up tent set up right next to the pavilion, right up in the thick of things. Not going to be hard to find us. Come by, have a beer if you're old enough to do so. Um, and hang out. Come talk to some of the people you've heard on the show. There's going to yeah. be a lot of them there. You know, uh, yeah. 
Big Hoss Hewitt's going to be there. Nice, uh, nice. Christian Crawford, Chad Roberts, David Radulovich, Don Grant, Joe Skull. I mean, this is just to name a few. I mean, they're all going to be there. So come hang out with us. Yeah, you've heard them on the show. Come meet them in person. Yeah, absolutely. And this is a standing invitation to all these big name pros that have been on the show. Come hang out with us. Uh, come shoot the Ohio State shoot. It's going to be a good time. Heck yeah. So, um, Sean Alley, you know, we, we've talked about these big state shoots. We've talked about these big money blast shoots. But really, that's that's just a small part of what Sporting Clays is all about. What, oh, yeah. Let's let's revisit. What do we tell everybody every week? Well, it's a fun sport. It sells itself. So the best thing you can do if you want to see the sport grow is to get new people involved. Take them out to the gun club. Put a gun in their hand. Whether you loan them one, you rent them one, or whatever. Get out there. Let them break some targets. Period. Yeah. Once they do that a few times, you're going to see the smile happen. Yeah. And then once that happens, they're hooked. It's all over. Your job's done. Right. <laughs> Right. And, you know, once that person gets involved and they really like the sport, we hope that you'll direct them towards this show, not because of us two idiots, but because of all the wealth of knowledge of the guests that we have on the show. Exactly. The wonderful, wonderful sponsors that we have on the show. You know, I mean, it's great people like Eric and Heather Roden from Bear Pelt. You know, they're innovative. They created a new product here about three, two years ago. And it's taken the market by storm. It really has because it's such a wonderful product is their bear pelt vest. Absolutely. And, you know, hey, they can get them themselves their own customized vest, customized to them, f- custom fit to them, um, and a, at an affordable price. Absolutely. Um, you know, stuff those pockets with some Fiocchi ammunition. We hope you'll find the value in those. I mean, look, it, don't just take our word for it. Ask Chad Roberts. Ask Will Fennell. You know, ask Halen Hanks. These people use Fiocchi. I mean, they believe in it. Hayland Hakes is the ladies' national champion for Absolutely. Life. And if they don't have a gun yet, we send them down to Elite. We'll send them down to Elite. And listen, they don't have to buy a high-end color. I mean, if they want to buy their forever gun, we hope they're going to choose a high-end color. But if not, Elite offers in a complete line of guns from the beginner. I don't care if it's $1,500, bucks, 15000 bucks, or 150000 bucks. They have the gun that fits your budget to help you get out there and get shooting. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Well, let's talk about some more stuff. If you have that gun, you got to put some chokes in it, right? And the guys at Rhino are the guys to see. Well, it's not just the chokes. It's that muzzle rise you want to control with some Rhino barrel porting. Yep. And they also do other stuff, too. They absolutely do. do. They can custom fit your gun to you. That's right. Butt pads, weights, the whole nine yards. Those guys can get it done. That's absolutely. Now, if you got a little bit of land Mm -hmm. and you want to practice. Yep. And you, you know, you, you can't get off working time to visit the club to practice, but you got some land, you got some area to shoot. Well, then you might as well get your own traps. And who are you going to call to get those? Well, of course, uh, you're going to call Jason Rambo. Thank you very much for calling. Clay Range Design Works. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Of course, you're going to be busting. White flyer targets. Absolutely. When you are ready for your tournament, we know you're going to visit. Don Grant. Oh, my God. You just epic failed this. I didn't know where you're going with this. Don Grant doesn't handle registration. Oh, well, you got to go to Score Chaser. But I was going to say, to get your mind right, you better go to Don Grant. Well, you better be doing that way ahead of time of the tournament sign up. Absolutely. And I know you're going to sign up at Score Chaser. Epic fail again. Where is the dead pair blast at? Oh, for the love of Pete, you 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 know, Jason, you think people are going to read your mind for God's sake. Can't hardly make sense of you when you're talking. Folks, this is the this is what I have to work with every week. Please mm-hmm. forgive me. So anyway, <laughs> listen, this show has really gone off the rails, but yep, it's, it's been fun. One. It's been fun. Um, we hope you guys learned something. 
um, guys and gals. Yeah, and, and don't forget our other sponsors, RE Ranger. If you want the best in vision, that's who you need to see. Also, OtoPro, to protect those ears, uh, visit Dr. Grace. They're some of the best in the industry. Absolutely. Uh, and I don't think we mentioned uh, Vero Beach. I just said you're going to get signed up to go where? Okay, Vero Beach. Gotcha. Epic failed it. All right. Well, I'm, so. I'm just trying to cover the bases, buddy. I'm here. I know. I'm here I to know. help you. And and it, no, listen, all kidding aside, these people support us for a reason. And they believe in us because we believe in them. We believe in their products. And we hope you'll find the value in, in their products. Um, you know, visit their website. Go to a big shoot. They're all there. Go up and see them. See the products for yourself understand why we believe in them. Yeah, and bottom line, they're the ones that help keep us bringing the show to you week after week. Absolutely, they do. And if it wasn't for them, we couldn't do this. But until next week, Mr. Alley. We can't wait to see you all back here on the Dead Pair Podcast. We'll see you next time on the Dead Pair Podcast. The Dead Pair. The Dead Pair Podcast is brought to you by Elite Shotguns and Vero Beach Clay Shooting and is fueled by Fioki USA. The Dead Pair theme song was written, arranged, and produced by Toby Tomplay. Special thanks to the following sponsors. Bear Pelt, Rhino, Odo Pro, Dawn Grant, Atlas Trap Company, RE Ranger, and White Flyer Targets. 